Today's episode of Jimmy Podcast Roll may contain explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up? Before we get started with today's program, I want to take a few seconds to talk about my website, social media accounts, and podcasting platform. The website, jimmypodcastworld.com, that is jimmypodcastworld.com. On the Jimmy Podcast World website, you will be able to find links to all my social media accounts and podcasting platforms. On the homepage, you will be able to find a direct feed to my Twitter account. You will find an interactive photo gallery with all my recent guests on the podcast. You will find a blog that is updated frequently. Are you also scrolling through social media right now and trying to figure out if I'm on that platform? Chances are you are on some form of social media. Check this out. You can find me at Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch TV. That's right, baby. We're on Twitch. All those platforms at Jimmy Podcast World. At Jimmy Podcast World. Are you more of a visual episode person? YouTube has some of my full episodes, short clips, skits, and my newly released Jimmy Podcast World ad. For Twitter and Snapchat, you can find me at Jimmy Pod World. Want to listen to the podcast? The website has the links to all the major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Are you loyal to the Joe Rogan experience and making the move exclusively to Spotify just like he did? Well, now you have the best of both worlds because not only are we on all the other platforms mentioned, but we're also on Spotify. So looking for, to support the program, it is easy as liking and subscribing to all the podcasting platforms and all the social media platforms where you can find me. Are you still looking for more ways to support? Believe me, we appreciate it if you do. You can also share the podcast on all platforms and social media accounts as well. And for those of down since day oneers out there, you can show off by visiting the merchandise page, hats, shirts, stickers, and more. And one last way, are you already on Amazon? And if so, you should be using Amazon Prime. How does that support the Jimmy Podcast world? If you go to our website, at the top of the website, there is an Amazon banner. Click on that banner. And before you continue shopping on Amazon.com, make sure to save that link and bookmark it to your web browser. Every purchase you make through our link from our website that you save to your web browser has Amazon throw back a couple of pennies our way. Lastly, any feedback or ideas you think you could be a guest on the show, please email jpw at jimmypodcastworld.com. jpw at jimmypodcastworld.com. As always, thank you for your love and support and feedback. And now on with the show. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Ladies and gentlemen, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for a decision. The judges score the contest 30 27, 30 27. And 29-28 for the winner. By unanimous decision, the Haitian sensation, Neil Magny. His pupil here, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu brown belt, Corey oh, Sanhagen. Oh, he's got to be careful here. Yep. Down. Oh, he's, oh he's under the chin. Now he's tight. He's oh, up he's there. He's up there. Joe, it's over. He's going to sleep. He's going to go to sleep. Yep, he's going to go to sleep. He's going to tap. to this right now you know the world is in shambles right now especially in america we got a lot going on 
in this country. It's a great country, but there's a lot of things that need to be changed, and uh, especially the, uh, the injustices happening to minorities all across America, you know. So this one's for everybody back home fighting the good fight, protesting. You know, I support you guys. I'm with you guys all the way. I wish I could be home and be part of it, but I had to handle business, and I spoke about this on my podcast, The Weekly Scraps. Had to give the plug, and uh, man... And it's very effective. As Sun Tso attacks the body late in the round. Gentlemen, after five rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards for decision. The judges score the contest 50-44. 50-44, and 50-45 for the winner by unanimous decision, and still the undisputed UFC featherweight champion of the world, Amanda, the Lioness Nunez. Agent O'Malley, Ooh, he's good with that. That's where O'Malley's good. Right whenever he's going in and out, in and out, he does a fence. Oh, oh, no. oh, 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 oh my goodness. Oh my. You play too much, I swear. I think I can float. Yelling on my level, it's a joke. I'm about my money, get the dope. Talking wild out here, get the smoke. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for this episode of UFC 250. Um, back in studio, we have Rob. What up, what up, what up? Rob, I feel like you're breaking the rules, eh? <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Uh, you're a bad boy, I like it, eh? <laughs> you know me. What's up, dude? It's it's been it's been a minute since we've uh, since we've hung out uh, since we've talked MMA. Maybe uh, what like three months now? It's gotta be yeah. Um, March was it the March pay per view, the last time, or maybe it was Conor McGregor's. Was it? It was. It's been. It's it's definitely been a minute. Yes, it has been. Yeah, it was Conor McGregor's. I think. I think it I was. Think so yeah. I think I might have gone solo. Um, a podcast for 249 now I, I think i did actually yeah um they're always a lot more fun when there's someone else here mm-hmm. uh to um either bounce uh bounce mma ideas off of bounce uh or you know any mma disagreements or um just a different perspective so it's always nice to have someone else just me on here just blabbering for an hour or so uh so thank you for coming back thank you um, for having me so anyways um you saw the fights yeah. Um, the I I the sound bites that you just heard mm-hmm. were actually um, they were done intentionally in a, sp- a certain order. It happened from uh, the second fight of the night to the to the main event, and then it uh, the last sound bite that you heard was um Sean O'Malley. Sean O'Malley because that was the first fight, and that's where we start. Um, what were your thoughts on that fight? He looked very crisp, very technical. He looked very, very good, man. I think it's time to put him up there with the with the top fifteen fighter. Yeah, I, I think so. Top ten, top fifteen. He just looked really good, man. And you know what? You know what made me happy to see that 
he knew immediately he knocked him out. Yeah. He knew immediately, and he didn't bother going after him and pouncing him and possibly giving him freaking brain damage or something, you know? Yeah. He's just like, oh, he fell freaking flat on his back, frozen. He's done. That was like a walk-off home run. That was. That was like a walk-off home run or just um, posterizing someone on a dunk and then just kind of staring at them. And then just like, he didn't go forward. He's like, dude, you're done now. Like The way he walked off, like backwards, oh, he looked gangster, dude. I guess we're going to get ahead of ourselves here. Um, the other knockout of the night, uh, Cody Garbrandt, which one did you like better? So... The Cody Garbrandt knockout to me was more vicious. Yeah. But just the walk-off. Yeah. Oh, Sean O'Malley hit was... Like, I already knew. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because he knew instantly that, okay, he's done. You know, but vicious-wise, that knockout by Cody Garbrandt, which I was ex- excited to see, that knockout was vicious. And I'm I'm happy for Cody Garbrandt because at yeah. first I was just like, man, if he loses another fight, he's probably probably gonna go to bellator or something you know he's he's done or i don't know but that knockout was ferocious with sean o'malley uh he was uh suspended for two years mm-hmm. um forget the name of what he was caught for using but do you think that that suspension served him well like he utilized those two years off and was able to um improve on already a good fighter because i remember back then i mean we were both saying do look out for this guy mm-hmm. and everyone else is saying that right yeah. like uh dana white says like if you don't know now you know like this dude's for real back then but yeah. as i see him now his last fight uh ufc 229 and then now uh, i'm sorry not 229 248 and now 250 <clears throat> he looks far better than he did in ufc 229 and he looks far better than he did in UFC 222. Yeah. So did those two years serve him in any way? Uh, I mean, obviously it looked like it did. But I think it also depends on the person because if you look at Dominic Cruz, how long was he out for before he came back and fought um Henry Cejudo? Yeah. He was out for well over a year, right? Like yeah, 18 months. 18 uh, months, like, like close to two years. Yeah. I mean, he did not look the same. Yeah. So I, I think it all depends on the person. But um, as for Sugar Sean and for Cody Garbrandt, they looked phenomenal. Yeah, I am excited for uh for Sean O'Malley and and the future, uh for him. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see Sugar Sean and the way he's handling he's handling people as of late, and I guess throughout his UFC tenure, um, who does he fight next? Who's top 10 right now in the in the bantamweight division? In bantamweight division, so uh, Mar- uh Marley Marias, Aljamain yeah. Sterling, mm-hmm. Peter Yon. So I was calling him Peter Yon, Peter Yon. I think Peter Yon might be a little bit too much for him right now. I yeah. Think. Um, who's who's in six and seven? Corey Sanhagen, Rafael Asancio. Six is Jose Aldo, who is fighting, um, who is fighting for, um, for the vacant, for the yeah. vacant band, band weight strap. Um, uh, Jimmy uh, Rivera mm-hmm. is eight. Cody Garbrandt nine, Rob Front ten, Dominic Cruz at eleven, Cody uh, Stanman at twelve, John Dodson. That could be a good one. That could be a good one. I don't. Did uh, Dominic Cruz say that the welterweight division is looking really good? Was that like a hint of him wanting to move up, or or what do you think? Because he he said the welterweight division, right? Because I know I know he tweeted out something. 
if he if he did say that, that is probably the wrong place for him. Mm-hmm. For for Dominic Cruz, yeah, you were saying right. That's probably the wrong place for him, man. Uh, that is murderer's role. If there is any, there's a lot of divisions out there right now that are. Or not unless he said lightweight. Maybe lightweight. Maybe. Maybe lightweight. Because I think Walter will be just too much for him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think Walter Waite, um, I don't see him being able to handle uh, Damian Maya, Michael Kiesa. I don't see him handling those guys. Nah. Nate Diaz, um, who's still ranked there t- uh, 10. Still? Yeah. Oh, wow. Robbie Lawler at I, 12. I love Robbie Lawler. I, um, so um, I have posted this on Facebook, and you saw it, mm-hmm. where I'm watching uh, all the UFC pay-per-views from beginning to as close to current as I can, like kind of right where I'm going to be like, oh, I remember watching these. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going to stop. Um, so right now I'm at UFC 40, mm-hmm. UFC 41, somewhere around there. Um, and you're just starting to see Robbie Lawler. And yeah. you're starting to see guys like that. And it's like Robbie Lawler has just been an animal his entire career. That guy is a straight fighter. I love that guy, dude. Yeah, That guy just goes and just shows up to fight. Yeah. No matter who it is. But, um... As for Sugar Sean O'Malley, um, going back to him, uh, I maybe John Dodson. Now that I see yeah, that, John Dodson would be good, even though I think he's a lot shorter, a lot shorter than Sugar Sean. But Jose Aldo, I'm just tired of seeing him. To be honest with you, yeah, I'm tired. Like he he had a great, phenomenal run, one of the best ever. Yeah, but I think he's done, dude. Yeah. What about um? Is Max Holloway bantam? No, he's not bantam, is he? No, Max Holloway is uh, featherweight. Featherweight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, John Thompson would be a good, uh, uh, a good jump for him, I think, because he's no freaking walk in the park either. Yeah, no, no, no. That would be a good one to establish himself. I think, like in the top ten, if he could beat a John Dodson, then he's in the top ten. The one thing I don't want to do that I sometimes criticize boxing for, but I also. I can appreciate that a little bit is that they will take care of their stars a little bit and not push them too early. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the one thing, Sugar Sean, um, sky's the limit for him. That's a future champion. Yeah. But I think right now, John Dodson, uh, prove yourself against that, and then you can jump into that top ten. And then yeah. you know, and then it's it's really, it's really um, kind of murder's role of of, of bantamweights, which is it. This I don't know if you noticed, but this pay per view was pretty much featuring bantamweights. Yeah, a lot of bantamweights. This pretty much was like it, it almost felt to me like the UFC was like, "Fuck, we're confused as to who to go with and what to do as far as um, as far as um, uh, bantamweights." Let's yeah. go ahead and just throw them all in one pay per view and figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And now they have essentially the next the next six months to a year figured out. Yeah. They, that way they can they don't have to worry about like oh like we're not sure these guys need to fight uh, they're they're pretty much they're pretty much set uh, going going forward. And fun fact about uh, Sugar Sean he has very underrated jujitsu skills man. People don't give him any credit for jujitsu but he has really good jujitsu skills. Unfortunately people can't take him down. Yeah, take him. <laughs> yeah, but he has very underrated jujitsu skills. I think he likes that walk off knockout um, a, a lot, and he's like, uh, like uh, uh, Happy Gilmore said when he hit that hole in one, he goes, "I should just do that every time." <laughs> um, you know who looked really good too? Mm. Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, Aljamain Sterling. Um, round one submission. Um, next in line, right for 
for we're talking about bantamweights. Yeah. Next in line for for a bantamweight shot, I think. I think so. The winner of uh, Aldo and um, who's he fighting? Uh, Aldo is fighting. Um, who's he fighting? He is fighting. Um, is he fighting? Um, uh, Peter Yan. He's fighting Peter Yan. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. Peter Yan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's fighting him. Um, God, I wish his name was Peter, not Peter. But anyways, <laughs> um, he's fighting him next, and then the winner of that, I think, takes on Aljamain Sterling. He needs a shot, man. Or, or it could be. How about Cody Garbrandt? And Aljamain Sterling oh, to face the, the winner, winner. Peter Yan and um, and Jose Aldo, which um, I, I I think is going to be actually, Jose Aldo. Yeah. Or I'm uh, sorry, uh, Peter Yan. I think is. I, I actually that would be a pretty good fight. Yeah, you, if if yeah, that would be actually the the way I'd like to see it. At and least. then the loser of the title fight would fight uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, so that bantamweight division, I think, is it's, it's getting stacked. Dude. It's getting stacked. It's it's definitely um, um, stay out if you can of that division. Um, uh, Neil Magny uh, and uh, Anthony Anthony Martin. Uh, Neil Magny's just he's very consistent. You know, he's 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 a consistent fighter. I, I think he's good, but he's like a Tyrone Woodley. I don't want to see him as champion. To be honest with you. He's just boring, to be honest with you. Can't he? He can't really sell pay per views. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's good. He's consistent, but eh, I'd rather see somebody else try and go for the title. But he's good, though. Don't get me wrong. He's good. Yeah. He's consistent. Yeah, yeah. Your thoughts on Neil Magny? I think he's where we saw Aljamain Sterling and that looked really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um Neil Magny did did somewhat identical in that he handled handled business. Mm-hmm. I, I really think um um uh, Martin actually showed some fatigue at the end. Yeah. I think he he felt like he won that. Like if you looked at his reaction after the fight, it wasn't like, yeah, I guess. It was like, what the hell? Like like really? But I think they, that they made that too close, one. And then two, I think that he tired out. Um, I didn't see, in terms of the opponent Neil Magny had, mm-hmm. um, I didn't see I didn't see him do anything too impressive. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's consistent, and he'll continue to be that consistent fighter. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, Aljamain Sterling, uh, Co- Co- uh, Corey Sanhagen is in a walk in the park. Yeah. And... And he handled he handled him quick. Yeah, that that fight was over hundred a, a minute and like thirty seconds in. So yeah. like, so for me to for me to say that Neil Magny is is the the next thing, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think I, still, I, I think I still have to see, I still have to see a lot more. Uh, Something that convinces you, you're just like, oh wow, like. Kind of like a Cody Garbrandt knockout type of thing or yeah. something, you know, or like a freaking tap out like uh, Aljermaine Sterling did. Something like that, you know, where he just completely takes over and just murders the guy. Neil, Neil Magny is at welterweight. Mm-hmm. Is that what I saw there? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't see. I, I look at the. So when we talk about the top ten or the, the, the top fighters in 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 welterweight, uh, Kamaru Usman, the champion. Uh, Gilbert Burns ranked number one. Kobe Covington two. Jorge Masvidal three. 
Tyron Woodley, four. Leon Edwards, five. Steven Thompson, six. Damian Maya, seven. Eight is Michael Chiesa. Uh, nine is Rafael uh, Dos Anjos. And uh, number 10 is Nate Diaz with people like Robbie Lawler, as mentioned before. Vicente Luque, Anthony Perez. Conor McGregor ranked 15th in, at the 170. I don't see him competing with, with just about everyone I mentioned, if not everybody. Yeah. You know what? I would like to see him go up against Woodley. Just to be like, hey, Willie, this is your last shot in the UFC, man. You know what? If you can't take out Magni, you're done. Get your ass to freaking Bellator or something, you know? And that at least will give Sterling some type of jump in the division, you know? Because surprisingly, I didn't even know Willie was number four. Yeah. To be honest with you. I was like, how the hell is he, he number four? He, in his, with his loss, he uh, fell Two down. Two losses back, back to back. And, fell, and only fell down three spots. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you know, give Woody one more chance to, like, at least get a dub. If not, then, hey. Why is it that, guess, what is it about Woodley that every time there's a Woodley fight, I'm really excited because of the potential that I'm about to see. But then also, I'm also worried about what I'm going to see. Yeah. Because I don't always see the same Woodley. Because be- before he became champion, he was Oh, he was a bad, bad man, yeah, dude. Yeah, he was good. I mean, the way he just dominated Robbie Lawler for that title, and then the way he um he beat who did he beat before Lawler? Um, I forgot, but he just dominated him, bad. Ever since he got to become champion, boring, dude. Yeah, boring. I, I I think he was like a kind of like a GSP, just doing enough to win. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I, uh, this last time that I saw him, I was, uh, you know, I ultimately don't care if a fighter wins one way or another, mm-hmm. so long as the fight's entertaining, but yeah. what I saw was, was really kind of a, um, supposedly he had a good camp, mm-hmm. is what they were saying, but everyone has their best camp, like, oh, I just had my best camp, I feel the, feel the best I've ever felt. And then they lose and all the excuses come out. Yeah, and... I get that, but when I saw him in there, like, he was surprised right away. He was ambushed right away. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that fight was over as it began. I don't think mentally he was there, dude. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I don't think he was there. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the motivation is for a lot of these fighters right now. I think a lot of them feed off the crowd, and mm-hmm. there is no crowd. Yeah. Um. Let me ask you that. How have you enjoyed? Have you enjoyed? What was have been your thoughts? Have you not enjoyed? Um, centered around no fans. Uh, my feelings have been mixed a little bit of both, you know, um, I, I think it's great, you know, because you get to hear better what the trainers are trying to like, you know, t- you know, coach them during a fight. Yeah. You can hear better. Um, but also with fans, like you do feel that freaking, you know, um, like if you feed off of it, the yeah. fighters feed off of it. And you just hear the fighters go, oh, and then you just can't help yourself but go like, oh, you know, like going with them, you know. But um, I, I don't mind it, to be honest with you, at the moment. I actually enjoy it because you can hear the putasos, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, yeah. a lot clearer. Yeah. I'm just like, ouch. I was like, it hurts. Um, one of the interesting things that I, I, I think uh, if, uh, if, if, if I can think of one fighter that has said something that's been interesting about um, no fans was uh, Greg Hardy. When Greg mm. Hardy fought, and uh, they're like, "Hey, like you, you were, you were uh, getting uh, receiving a lot of leg kicks, 
what'd you do to change that? And he's like, well, I could hear you guys. He was talking to, I think that was Rogan or he was talking to whoever the, um, uh, whoever the, um, the guy interviewed him in, in the octagon was, was, I could hear you guys talking out there. He was, I could hear you guys saying that if I didn't change anything, I was, I was going to lose this fight. Mm-hmm. He goes, it wasn't my corner that told me that it was you guys. So yeah. <laughs> they were able to hear, uh, the announcers as well. Um, which I think is kind of silly. I was talking to you before we got started, um, how the announcers, everyone's tested. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, and I've told you this already. I, I, I take this, uh, COVID-19 thing serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I try to stay away from anything that would be considered a large gathering, anything of that nature. But when you're tested consistently, consistently and, and, and they're saying like, you don't have it. Like, why don't they have the announcers close? Like they're like something Rogan said on his podcast, like 15 feet apart is where they have uh is where they have, um, their, their announcers mm-hmm. 15 feet apart. If you tested each other and you're, and you're not positive for, for COVID-19, why are you not sitting next to each other? I agree. And then you see a lot of the people that are outside the octagon that are needed there, that are considered essential for that fight to happen. Some of them are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? You yeah. guys tested, you guys tested negative. Like yeah. you don't have to worry about um, contacting anything because no one has it. Yeah, for example, um, going a little bit off topic, but um, uh, I don't know if it was a, a woman or a man, but the one that was interviewing, uh, interviewing the the golfers for the match. Yeah, she was he or she was right there next to them, like nothing. Yeah, and the golfers, Tom Brady, Manning, Woods, Mickelson, they were wearing gloves. I mean, uh, face mask. I'm sorry, yeah. face mask. They're like whatever about it because they were all tested. Yeah, they were all tested. They were all good. So like to me, I'm like, what are what are we doing? Like mm-hmm. like so like is it is it for real or is it not? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the other thing to me is like, did, did is your test consistent? Do you believe in what you're doing? Then we don't need to have these fighters, um, or these these announcers, the corner people, all spread out. Yeah. They had two um two uh, octagon girls uh, this last pay per view, and they were both ten no, feet man, apart. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like yeah. they were tested, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Like no they have to need, be, yeah. no need to um to do that. Like it's and I think that they're worried about attention they can get from that. Mm-hmm. Because the minute they aren't wearing something, they're gonna be like, Oh, look at the UFC over there, not wearing masks, not keeping their distance when in fact they were all tested. Um I've I've been I've been um, props to the UFC, props to Dana White. I am happy that they have moved forward. Yeah. And have put on uh, and now five events in in the span of a month. A month, a month and a half. Yeah. And, and going back to golf, I mean, I mean, I know they're outside golfing, so I I get that, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you guys really want to preach distance, you know? Then why'd you guys why'd you have her so close to the golfers? Yeah. And each each golfer was they they had a partner. Yeah. So it wasn't like if it was really about preaching distance, they would have been like, all right, you go first. And then once you're done, yeah. we'll have the next guy go, and and then we'll just tally up the score at the end or whatever. Yeah, I I I I I commend the UFC. I'm thankful. Yeah, as a fan of the UFC, that they have decided to march forward and put on events. I just think that they need to stop worrying about some of these other measures of like oh keeping a distance and wearing a mask. They were tested. If you're good, you're good. What's yeah. the problem? What's the issue? 
that's why it's like all these other sports and 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 Dana said it himself. They're like they're reaching out to us and trying to figure out what it is that we did. Nothing to, special. And it's like uh, tested the hell out of each other. Yeah. Um, when um, was it Jackery Sosa that tested positive? Yeah, Jackery Sosa. They were all asymptomatic too, except for one guy on his team didn't have it. Um, but they sent all of them. They had a designated hotel. That, hey, you guys tested positive for this. The hotel's that way, man. Like, like you guys got to go over there and uh, quarantine for a little bit. Um, and and then the show went on. Mm-hmm. The show went on as planned. And I think a lot of other sports um, can do that. I've I've mentioned it myself. Um, it's not about it's not about uh, the players having fear of, of of Corona. It's an uncertainty of money. Yeah. Um, baseball's like that. Baseball's going back and forth over how much to pay these guys. Um, they want a hundred percent of the, of their of their pay. Um, MLB wants to reduce it to like seventy five percent. I think was the most recent offer. Yeah, seventy five. NBA starting back up, right? They're, yeah. they're going to play other games in, at Disney World towards the end of July, I think. Right? Yeah. Um, and then the NFL is still marching forward as if nothing's happening. Um, I'm curious to how soon before they change that uh, they change that narrative and 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 begin to talk about not having football or how it is that they go go um, go about that. Um, but I don't think any of this has to do with Corona other than Corona's causing these things to happen. Mm-hmm. But Dana said, he goes, dude, I had, I had fighters calling me saying, I want to fight. Yeah. And then you have guys that are saying they're retired, don't want to fight. And Dana's like, look, don't fight. I need to put on a card. I need to yeah. put on a card to save my staff, to save the fighters. And he said it himself um, in this last press, press conference. Um. He's saying, I haven't laid off a single person uh, as far as um, at work. I haven't reduced any salaries. I haven't renegotiated contract with the fighters. He goes, I'm trying to keep this going. He goes, in the next couple of months, if we keep this um, quarantine shelter in place not working, he goes, you're going to start to see mass layoffs in all sectors. You're going to see the mm-hmm. housing market get hurt. You're going to see all these jobs, all these job losses. He goes, like, I'm trying to prevent that for my people. Yeah. Has a contract with ESPN. He's got to put so many fights on a year in order to get the money that they said they would give him. So I think he's 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 uh, he's not the bad guy here. I think he's a savior of anything. Yeah. I I agree. It's bringing peace at mind to a lot of people that love sports. Yeah, you know whether you like UFC or not, just like oh you know what, it's a, it's a live event. It's not boxing. I love boxing more, but hey, you know what? I'll watch this or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. Dude, like I'm I'm all up for it, dude. Like I truly appreciate what Dana White is doing. He's following all the procedures, all the guidelines. He's doing everything right. And live sports is the ultimate. I always tell people that watch either reality TV or like a good drama, live sports is the ultimate reality TV show. Yeah. Uh it is 100% unscripted. Uh, there's bad guys. There's good guys. Um, it is everything you're looking for in a great reality show. Um, so to me, it's like when I when I see when I see um, stuff in the news, like like all you do is you tune in a TV and you see a COVID nineteen, COVID nineteen. Stay in. Don't talk to anyone. Don't do this. Don't do that. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Uh, wear gloves. Don't wear gloves. They're bad for you. And it's all this bad news on top of bad news. And then you have um, um, and then you have this um, these protests 
and riots over George Floyd. And now it's just the news is just about that, just about that. And it's like it's one bad thing after another. And there's no room to like just kind of sit back and forget about things. And then here comes live sports. Mm-hmm. You were talking about, you know, the golf thing was fun. Um, my dad the other day was watching uh, some BMX thing or some or some uh, motocross thing. Yeah. Because it was live. There was a cornhole thing on on he ESPN. He was like, fuck it, something is live. Yeah, it's live. It's it's, it's happening right now. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there, there isn't a way this is a show. This They're isn't going to get it. Yeah, there's not going to get interrupted with any, like, bad news. This is, this is, uh, this is live sports right now. And um, I think that, for me at least, I've been thankful that, that it's an escape for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about anything else at that moment other than, like, this is something I love watching, or maybe not. Like I said, I was watching earlier. I said I was watching cornhole. Yeah. Like when the hell's the last time you tuned in to watch cornhole? But there I was sitting there watching these dudes throw a bag of sand into a fucking hole. Like. <laughs> yeah. uh, but on the topic that we were just talking about, um, if you don't want to fight, you don't fight. He's got to put on a fight card. Um, there's been recent um, retirements, mm-hmm. recent ask for release of contracts. Henry Cejudo, who said he retired. McGregor. McGregor, who just announced his retirement. John Jones, who's asking to relinquish his uh, light Masvidal. heavyweight title. And 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 getting released from his contract. Masvidal is asking for that. Um, your thoughts on all these guys and what it is that they're ultimately doing right now? Mm. You know what? I don't know exactly what they're ultimately doing. You know, but um, as for uh, John Jones... I think that guy is deserving of a pay raise, to be honest yeah. with you, man. Um, he's been undefeated for so many years now as champion. Mm-hmm. Pay the guy. He's not asking for Deontay Wilder money. If you're paying him, well, like, well, how much is he getting? A, I think base might be, if if anything, it's like five. I thought I had heard five million, maybe. If anything, 10 to 15, uh, 10 to 15 million. Yeah. He deserves it. Honestly, I, I think Masvidal, Masvidal is just the hype, I think, to be honest with you. He, he's fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. As but I say, a uh, flavor of the month. Yeah. But yeah. Basically, yeah, that's, that's what he is. Yeah. You know, he's... That's the best way you could put it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flavor of the month. And McGregor's just fucking McGregor. You know, that guy, that guy sells like a motherfucker. So, he doesn't need to fight again, dude. He has so much money, dude. He doesn't need to fight. Do I want to see him fight? Fuck yeah, of course. Yeah, I love yeah. McGregor, dude. Who doesn't want to see him fight again? But does he need to? No, he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to fight for the money. He just wants to fight because he wants to fight. But I guess. Ah, I Let know. me read you this stat line for Conor McGregor. Uh, Proper 12 has been a distributed, uh, has been disrupting the alcohol market this year. According to the Irish Times in April. McGregor's label has pushed Irish whiskey sales past 1 billion in the U S for the first time. Mm-hmm. It was a 12% increase in sales from year to year. Uh, this was in 2019. This is according to Fox business. I don't think this dude needs to fight. He doesn't. He's well off, dude. I don't, I don't think this dude needs to fight really ever again. Um, but if he wanted to, that's great. We're all going to watch. Um, he's definitely that, that polarizing of a figure. I think that fighters should do two things. One, be thankful of Conor McGregor because I think they're getting more money now. Call him daddy. <laughs> tip, tip your hat off to him and call him mm-hmm. your puppy. Yeah. Um, um, and two, they should look at the, themselves. I, I get Masvidal and asking for for uh, asking for more money. I get John Jones asking for more money. 
Henry Cejudo, I think Henry Cejudo's plan, or at least his attempt, is he's not retiring. He's just getting, he just wants more money. Yeah. Is If he's able to retire and relinquish the belts and go like, well, I'm done. If the UFC wants to renegotiate with him, he's got, he's got leveraging power now because he's like, I'm retired. Why should I come back? Yeah. Show me something I should come back for. Because they weren't giving him anything before. As great of a fighter as Henry Cejudo is, as, as, as much as he's accomplished just about as much as anybody else in MMA history with uh, Olympic gold and the titles and all that. Um, he's not a draw. No, but you know what though, I give him props for what he's doing for that division for what Demetrius Johnson couldn't do. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson wanted to get paid so much money, and Dana White was like, what "The fuck, like no, like you're not a draw, dude." Yeah, Henry Cejudo, the cringiest motherfucker. Yeah, you either want to see him win or you want to see him lose. Yeah, because of all this stupid babble bullcrap that he freaking spits out. You know what I mean? Triple C and this and this and that. So then I uh, I saw on his uh on his Twitter that he wants to come back and fight at a different division and win another title. I would love to see it. Did he say that he had a dream match against Habib? Was it Habib or was it Amanda Nunez or? No, he wanted he wanted to fight a uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Oh, there you go, Valentina Shevchenko. Yeah, he wanted to challenge her for the intergender. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know what she said? She goes like. I'm not fucking around. He wants to go. Let's go. Yeah. So I like that about her. Um, I don't think that the, I think these guys should, should look at two things again. Connor's making you more money than you've ever made mm-hmm. before. Uh, say thank you. Number two, don't go and try to say, well, Connor's getting this. I at yeah. least want that. Dude, you're not Connor. You're, not Connor. you're nowhere near Connor. You're not Connor. And 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 Connor, you and I can both agree, Connor's mm. not the best MMA. He's he released something of uh, like the greatest of all time. Yeah. Did he put himself at one or two? Yeah, I think one. You're not. You're not. You're, no. There's a there's a lot of guys in front of you, man, mm-hmm. that are far greater uh that then then you are as an MMA guy but they are not the they're not the transcendent star that you are they're not Mayweather's not looking at 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 uh Henry Cejudo going like I want to fight him in yeah. boxing he's not looking at John Jones saying I want to fight him in boxing he's not looking at any of the other guys saying I want to fight them in boxing he's looking at Conor McGregor why cuz he's a draw it's different he sees money it's not MMA it's 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 a draw it's it, he, he promotes himself well he came back in in January, and we all fucking watched it. Why? Because it's Connor. It's it's different. Yeah, it's 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 different. Like the one fight, uh, pay uh, pay per views. A bunch of podcasts are going now. Um, I asked you, I'm like, if there's one fight you can watch in 2020, which one is it? You can only want which fight. You and I didn't say Connor. You no. and I said Habib. Habib and, and Ferguson. That that didn't happen. And it will never happen now. And now it won't happen. Actually, Fuck. let's let's. Fuck it. Let's bring that to a pause. Mm-hmm. Gay Chief Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about it. I think I told you um, before the fight ever happened. I, th- I think I told you that I was afraid for Tony Ferguson. I I, th- I think I told you that I was afraid that Gagey was just gonna outmuscle him. I think um, Ferguson is a better striker. I think Gagey's the more wilder puncher, mm-hmm. but I think he looked a little bit more technical now, mm-hmm. which I think he improved a lot more. So I, I think he legitimately won the fight, absolutely, which is great for him 
Yeah. But just sucks because now we're not going to be able to see Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. I, and Tony Ferguson was freaking practicing for a wrestler for so many months. And to out of nowhere, they just flipped the script on him. Hey, you're going to fight a striker now. What the fuck? So do you think that that always that does have an effect? I think it does, to be honest with you. I mean, okay. not a lot, but I, I think somewhat because you're practicing techniques on uh, if he pushes you up against the cage, do this, do that. If he takes you to the ground, do this, do that. You know what I mean? And with the striker, you only have so much time to, like, really watch video on the guy. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, bo- boxing is just boxing. That's what yeah. Gagey is, you know, but he improved a lot. His striking... Uh, I don't know if you heard his corner uh, round three or four. Mm-hmm. They're like, I need you to, they told, uh, they told Gaethje, they're like, I need you to bring it down 10%. Yeah. And when I looked at it, I'm like, wow. <laughs> that was by far, I think, so few words told a fighter so much. In a fight that they were already winning. Yeah. In a fight that... um so many corners would be like, go in there and go for the kill. They were telling him, bring it back just a little bit. You know what I love about coaches? Like how well they know their fighters. When they're going at 100 or 70 or 90 or 80%. Yeah. I love how they know their fighters so well like that. Like for him to tell them that, like, hey, just bring it down 10%, 15%, whatever. You're going too hard. You're already kicking his ass. I'm just like, <laughs> Wow. Do you think he, they were also telling him, like, hey, uh, you're getting a little too wild. Uh, careful. Cause Towards Tony the end, still, he was, yeah. Because Tony can still catch you. And uh, he was catching him. He dropped him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, No takedown attempts by Tony Ferguson. That That's the one thing that shocked me. But Gage is a pretty good wrestler, too, though. He's a pretty good wrestler. But I think still, ultimately, Ferguson has the advantage on the ground. I'm like, dude. You're getting your ass beat on the on you know stand up. Take it to the floor. Yeah. Try and take him down. That's your bread and butter. Um, I don't know if you heard what um Eddie Bravo, uh, Ferguson's jiu-jitsu coach. Yeah. Had to say on a uh, Joe uh, Joe Rogan's podcast about Tony Ferguson. I don't know if you heard. That. No, I did not hear. So I... he was there. Mm-hmm. But he was there. He's like, when they invite me to these things, I'm not I'm not the main guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not the head coach. I can give the coach kind of like, hey, uh, this is what I'm seeing real quick. Uh, you know, jujitsu wise, go ahead and tell him that. You know, he goes, but I'm never there to give them full advice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I don't know what's going on otherwise, which I, I don't know if I believe that from from Eddie Bravo. I think he's a brilliant mind. Um, <clears throat> way out there with his conspiracies. Oh, yeah. But a brilliant mind jujitsu wise and combat sports wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while there, um, Eddie Bravo was someone that was. Um, uh, he would either be in the truck um, for UFC events and um, people like Rogan or whatever would be like, hey, Eddie, I'm a, like, off mic. They'd be like, I'm kind of seeing this. That's what's happening. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. You know, like, okay, cool. Or he would be there to call the fights as far as um, who he thought won the round. So I think he had some knowledge, but he, he's, he was trying to be modest and say, I don't really know whole else otherwise. Mm-hmm. So he didn't really provide any, 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 any f- real feedback not until he said that that Ferguson's coach, um, third or fourth round said, go in there and talk to him. Mm-hmm. And the only thing Eddie Bravo knows is jujitsu, so yeah, he's like, like "What well, can you tell him? Yeah, try a roll, try something." And and I thought it was, uh, I thought it was too late. 
for desperate. To, to try and attempt. Uh, that was a desperate move. Yeah. When I saw him do that, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You 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 got your ass handed to you three rounds, two rounds, whatever it was, and now you're trying this, and it failed. Yeah. Um. Kind of like when the when the manager of the Detroit Tigers sent out the pitching coach. Remember with the. Uh, Verlander tried to talk to him when he was going up against Paulo Sandoval. Yeah. <laughs> Verlander was like, <clears throat> like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, th- that was a pretty, yeah. I yeah mean, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I completely went off topic, but it just kind of no, reminded no, no. me of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, deep thump in the- <laughs> yeah, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, dude, hit the home run. He just looked at his freaking pitching coach. He's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, that's my true. God. Oh, oh man. Um, but yeah, very unfortunate, man. That not, we're not going to be able to see freaking Khabib no, versus Ferguson. That'll now. never happen again, I don't think. Uh, Eighty million attempts uh, before, and now the way he got he got he got handled. Um, I don't think we're going to see that. Does uh, Justin Gaethje have what it takes to beat Khabib? And uh, along with that question. If the Justin Gaethje that we saw versus Ferguson performs exactly the same way mm-hmm. as he did against Ferguson, um, does he have a shot at beating the unbeatable? If, if they stay stand up, I, I think he does. I, I think he has a sucker's, uh, a sucker's chance. You mm. know, a sucker's chance. Puncher's chance. Sorry. Fuck. No, he uh, might be a sucker walking in yeah. there. Yes, I believe, but. <laughs> a puncher's chance to yeah. knock him out. Yeah. But if he takes him to the ground, I mean, I know Justin Gage is a wrestler, but he's not in the world of fucking Khabib. Yeah. Wrestling wise. Um, I, I think every fighter, you know, has a chance walking in there. Every fighter does. I think so. But um, if Khabib takes him down, good luck, man. Yeah. I think. If I see. That same Justin Gaethje, I think that there's whatever just past a puncher's chance, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Well, I think he's got a good chance to win a couple rounds. Yeah, a, a couple rounds. Um, Habib's been caught before. Yeah, he has. He's been rocked before. Yeah. Um, if 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 Justin gets a hold of him with some of some of his power, um. I guess now I'm just hoping I'm just waiting for someone to beat Habib now. Yeah. Like I'm just like kind of like that would be that would be incredible to watch for someone to mm-hmm. beat this guy. I was really hoping it'd be Ferguson. Yeah, it's not. Um, now we we're looking at Gaethje and Habib. Um, it should happen September, October, maybe around there. Yeah. Um, what do you think is next for Ferguson? Oh, man. Um. I would get him back. If you were if you were Dana White, would you call McGregor and be like, "Hey, you know what? We'll give you Tony Ferguson. We'll give you this much money." Or I wasn't even thinking about that, but maybe. Or, or would you go like a different route? Kind of like build his confidence up again. Yeah, I was thinking maybe. Who's in that division? Um. Maybe Cerrone. I would probably go. 
maybe a Paul Felder, a Kevin Lee. He fought Kevin Lee. Here, yeah, he already whooped his ass. Maybe what about like, like kind of like a Michael Chiesa? Yeah, a Michael Chiesa, Ally Aquinta. Ally Aquinta. Let's not forget that Ally Aquinta stepped in on short notice and fought Habib and. And held his own for, he for a little bit. He fought his heart out, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he lost. Yeah. Uh, he definitely lost that. But um, he held his own against him. So, I don't know. Um, I would put him in there against the name. I would put him in there against someone that's tough. I wouldn't give him a layup. Um, because there's one thing about Tony Ferguson, man. Yes, he lost his fight. And actually, he was working out the day after he was released from the hospital. He was yeah. back in the gym. Um. The one thing about Tony Ferguson, man, is he lost that fight. I would hate to be the next guy he fights. Yeah. I would not want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. That's the one guy I don't want to be. Because now now he has a reason to to showcase that he still that he still has it. Um I I if if what you're saying is is what you're saying is true that he 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 was preparing for a grappler and he ended up fighting a striker and that was ultimately what caused him to lose then the next guy he'll be aware of who he's fighting and and i feel sorry for that guy i feel sorry for that guy um i still haven't lost hopes on on tony ferguson returning back to glory Mm -hmm. but i i just that habib uh habib um ferguson fight's not happening anymore Mm -hmm. i've i've come to terms with that that Gaethje fight was was the was, worst thing that could have happened to freaking Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he he could have and and credit to Tony Ferguson and I hope that UFC doesn't punish him for this. Mm. He didn't have to take the fight. Yeah, he could have been like, whoa, I, nope, I got a title shot. Not I doing it. Risk it, yeah. Not doing it. Um, a, a lot of other fighters do that. I got a title shot. Why the hell would I risk that? Yeah. So, props to him. I I would return that favor. I would return it as soon as possible. As soon as. As soon as they feel he's ready to come back, because if you ask them, he's ready to come back the day after he lost. But I would say um, bring him back against a name, bring him back against a tough opponent, someone that he could prove himself to put, thrust him back into that conversation of, 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 of champions. How many fights until you give him an outside shot? It would depend on how he looked like his next two. So three or four? Three or four. If he who he beat whoever he beats next, he's got to beat one other guy. I think. Yeah, uh, at least from like you said, an ally Quinta would be good, and then after that, move what into like a top five, top eight type of guy. Yeah, if you want to throw him, yeah, you could throw him ally Quinta, and then uh, a Felder, a Hooker, um, a Poirier, a McGregor. Oh, oh, Dustin Poirier would be good. Yeah, one of those guys because. You, you you can't just throw him. You can't just fucking throw him CM Punk and be like, oh well, look, he be CM Punk. You know, CM Punk is not. It's not okay, funny. dude. He, he just trains with Duke Rufus, dude. He trains with Duke Rufus. Uh, okay, what cleaning the restrooms or what the hell does he do, dude? <laughs> like, hello, dude. <laughs> he has passion for the sport. Him. He looks so bad uh, he's for, horrible, for a guy that spent six years under Duke Rufus. He still looks like a fucking amateur, dude. I didn't want him to like be like the greatest ever, but I'm like, fucking at least cheer him on or something. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, dude, um, I'm not a badass. I don't know how to fight, obviously, because I'm just, uh, I'm just a fat boy here talking about <laughs> MMA, right? <laughs> but when they go like, oh, this guy, uh, this guy looked, um, 
oh, this guy was courageous in 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 um in uh in stepping into the octagon. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was given like three million dollars for his yeah. first fight, and then his second fight was against like a journalist. Rob, if I told you right now, $3 million, and you fight someone with your same skill level, are you taking it? Fuck yeah. What, are, what do you have to worry about? Your same skill level. Exactly. I'm fucking taking that. Give me half of that. Mm-hmm. I don't care. That's what they did with the second fight. They're yeah. like, okay, we'll throw someone that sucks just as bad as you do. The dude was like looking away at one point. Like, I don't think, I don't think he was any punches. I think I think CM Punk really received more punches in a WWE ring. Yeah. Real physical punches that he did against that second guy. Whatever the fuck his name is. I don't want to know his name. Please don't tell me his name. I'll die not knowing his name. That guy's not relevant in this conversation other than we're talking about how terrible we just fucking Mickey uh, Gall? No, no, no. Mickey Gall no, was not Mickey Gall. the first guy. Yeah, oh that's right. That's so right. So now we gotta find out this guy's CM Punk. Fuck who was he? MMA. Man? MMA career ca- fights career if you want to call it that he was bad dude yeah, yeah he, he was, was horrible <laughs> he was horrible dude kind of felt bad for him dude like oh, what is he though man what is he walking into fuck i don't know oh here we go um mike jackson who mike jackson mike michael jackson yeah i guess i mean michael jackson would probably whip his ass but anyways, um, point being, um, throw, throw uh, Tony, Tony Ferguson. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. Throw Tony Ferguson. Uh, by the way, CM Punk, I am a fan. Uh, I thought I had your shirt on, but I am a fan. Come back to WWE as a wrestler, please. They need you. Um, I need you there. Um, but um, I don't know what these cameras are doing. Uh, um, powering but, off. Okay, dude, don't power off. Um, low, low battery. The hell? They were charged like, like hella crazy. Anyways, um, throw them against people in there. Throw them against people that, um, our names that mm-hmm. will be difficult opponents that will have us going like, dude, this guy is back or is on his way back, um, for sure with with uh, with Tony Ferguson. You know what my prediction is? My prediction is, call me crazy. Habib loses against Justin Gagey. Mm, that's crazy already. Connor comes back and they make the fight with Habib again. Connor and Habib? Mm-hmm. I think Habib's full of shit. I think he'll fight Connor. Um if the money's if the money's right. Um I think he'll fight Connor. Because he's like, oh, Connor has to fight ten times. No, he doesn't. No, he shut doesn't. up. Yeah. Connor could lose three in a row and, and, and he'll still be a draw. So mm-hmm. shut up. Yeah. Um and he you and people are like, oh Habib's not the type to chase money. Why are you chasing GSP? Yeah. It's not for legacy. You're gonna fight a guy that's been retired for a while that's not in his prime anymore. Yes, he beat Michael Bisping, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. You're you're chasing money, dude. Don't mm-hmm. tell me you're not chasing money. You wanna chase money? Stop chasing GSP. Yeah. Chase Connor McGregor Connor McGregor. Um you why do you think um Daniel Cormier is done? Mm-hmm. Unless it's unless it is Stipe or John Jones. Or John Jones, yeah. It's not like he wants to fight fucking Derek Lewis. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate that guy, dude. Okay, dude. I hate him, dude. Lodio, Lodio, dude. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. That was funny. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. I just, I hate the fact that he's get, ranked. Get the acid, dude. Uh, everything. Well, he wins. He's like, That's the problem. 
is that he wins. <laughs> dude, that's the problem. He wins. And then people go, like, Ryan asked me, he was like, well, does he win? I'm like, yeah. Well, then well, then there you go. And I'm like, yeah, dude. But then he fights Daniel Cormier. Cormier with a fucking broken hand. Makes him look like an amateur, huh? Fucking ankle picked him with two fingers. And that was it. He dude, They asked Daniel Cormier, can you save this pay-per-view? Can you take this fight? Mm. He goes, well, who am I going up against? Derek Lewis, yeah, I'm in. You don't know shit. <laughs> what a like, sick dude, huh? <laughs> what a, another guy, dude. Uh, to Giro his own, Daniel Cormier, by the way. Daniel Cormier, <laughs> please answer my Instagram post. I want to talk to you. DC, don't be a dick, dude. I know, Con dude. Salad, dude. I know. Two Central Coast kids, you know. And, and as a matter of fact, dude, uh, Ariel Hawani isn't putting you on the on the on the uh, on the on the name of the podcast, dude. He just has you on as a guest. Yeah, and always making you look fat on there, dude. Over here, it'd be Jimmy Podcast World. And Daniel Cormier, that that's what it would be, dude. Kyle, pretty uh, simple. Pretty simple. Um, anyways, uh, enough pretending. Uh, where were we? So we talked about Cody Garbrandt. The Cody Garbrandt. I I thought when he had won the title, mm-hmm. I'm like, here's the next big thing. Mm-hmm. He had the look. He talked shit. He looked authentic. You know, I'm like, fuck, that could be the next McGregor in terms of like talking shit and mm-hmm. and dropping dudes, backing it up, yeah. And and then he loses three in a row. Granted, two of them were against a guy that may or may not have allegedly been on all the picograms in the world, or on EPO, whatever the fuck he was on. Some Lance Armstrong shit. Um, <laughs> ah, so by the way, dude, the Lance Armstrong documentary, the thirty four thirty. I saw you posted it. Wow. Good. Fuck yeah. At least someone told the truth, Jordan. Jordan, did you go nuts for it? Huh? Did you go nuts for it? For for uh, Lance Armstrong. I, I went I went I went one nut just to just like not nut? yeah just to not like uh-huh. kind of rub it rub it in his face not oh, the okay. nut just kind of like that I have to oh okay 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 um yeah <laughs> dude Lance Armstrong that was a great documentary and yeah it, no one cared about cycling before him and after yeah. him I don't give a fuck where it's at right now yeah. unless it's live is it live because I watch it if it's live I'll watch it <laughs> it's live because I'll watch it. anything live right now anything dude anything <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, Cody Garbrandt, so he lost three in a row, and then he he uh, he's he's back now. Or Came back me, and made a statement. Or let me ask you this: Is he back? I think so. I I, I think mentally he's uh, uh, he has matured more mentally. Uh, I think his striking has improved a lot. To be honest with you, there was a few moments where he kind of want to be flashy. I'm just like, well, like, Cody, what are you doing, dude? Knock him down. Yeah, and- <laughs> it's like Cody, stick to your humbleness, man. But you know what? I, I honestly think he's back. Um, Well, not fully, fully back, even though the guy who he fought is no slouch because, God damn, that guy can eat freaking hits. I don't know if you saw the hit where, uh, what's his name, Alcenso or something? Alcenso, like? Alcenso? Yeah. He was getting up, and Cody Garbrandt hit him with a freaking kick on the face. He just ate it like nothing happened. How do I like? I would have been dead crying. Yeah. <laughs> like you're fucking tabbing. Yeah. I was like, what the heck, dude? But um, I, I would like to see him fight two more times before considering him potentially giving him a title shot. Yeah. Okay. But he looked really good, though. He looked really, really good. I think uh, I, I, I think it helped him out moving, you know, going back and forth, to be honest with you. I mean, he kind of looked like a bum, though, the way he, you know, he, <laughs> he looked. He looked like Teen Wolf, dude. He did. He looked a little bit like Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's still with um, Team Alpha, Alpha Male? I guess he's still 
keeps it cool with them, if I'm not mistaken. But like he's training more worthy in the in the East Coast than where in uh, Frankie Edgar and 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 them. I thought. Yeah, I, I had heard. Um, in but, Jersey. Yeah, and he was for a second. He was at uh, American Top Team. Yeah. Florida. Um, I was thinking. I'm like, if this dude doesn't have a camp, I almost thought maybe Duke Rufus would be a place. Rufus Sports would be a place for him to land. Maybe I think they they could they could help him improve, but it looks like whatever he's doing with Frankie Edgar them up in Jersey, Jersey represent. Um, I think it's working at least for now. You're right; he it did look like he had some some uh, some kind of uh, signs of being flashy, and then other you know pulling it back a little. Mm-hmm. And even when he was when that knockout, the way he was moving, I was looking. I'm like, what the fuck's he doing? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just wham unwinds and just boom. And then I'm like, oh shit. And then I'm like, okay, like why was he doing that? Was this just a wild knockout punch? And then he talked about it. He goes like, dude, I had a, I had to. Uh, he was talking to Rogan. He's like, I had to bait him in a little mm-hmm. bit because he was just outside of that, just outside of that. When I saw him break that line where he was within my my striking mm-hmm. reach, that all I had to do was kind of move a couple move a couple times that way and then just kind of turn around and just boom, and he was done. Steve. Baited him in good. Dropped him at the buzzard and then had trouble sitting down. Oh, yeah. They tried sitting down on the stool. And then Joe was like, what are you doing? Sitting down <laughs> on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then to wrap it up, the the main event. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I've said this often. Should... Someone call it quits. Should they retire? Is that it for them? I'm not asking about Felicia Spencer because she's tough as nails. I I I like her. She's she's um she's tough. Her corner asked actually. I think I think her corner asked if she wanted to stop. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget she went the distance against Amanda and she went against she A went the distance against too. Cyborg. So props to her. With that said, no, I don't know about props because she was getting her ass beat. <laughs> I'm not. That question isn't for Felicia Spencer. Yeah. That question Amanda is for Amanda Nunes. Dude, as much as I hate Amanda Nunes, she is the greatest. Porque la odias, dude? Because she fucked up Ronda Rousey, dude. She did. She did. She, she fucked up. And, and I, I, was, I was a huge Ronda Rousey fan. You she know? killed her. And yeah, she killed her twice, I yeah. think. But um, she's the best combat female champion of all time, dude, in all combat sports, dude. She's she's one bad bitch. I mean, she fucked up Ronda Rousey. She fucked up Holly Holm, Chris Cyborg. Um, who else? Um, who else did she beat? Um, did she beat Misha Tate? Mm-hmm. Misha Tate. No. Ooh, no, Misha Tate. No, 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 no. Did she? I think so. Because I know she only has one L, right? She has four. Uh, Nunes? Yeah. I thought she only had one. Mm-mm. Well, she lost early on. That's when she lost. She lost early on. So she before lost the steroids. Uh, before the picograms, yes. Yeah. So she lost against. Oh, she lost against Katzengano. There you go, Katzengano. That's what I say. You know, Misha take Katzengano. Same thing. Same bitch. Police is bitch, dude. I don't know her brother first name. That's true. Um, and she lost. Let's see where else. That's it. The 2014 was her last loss. She she dominated Shevchenko twice. Um, and I guess we'll talk about that here in a bit. She dropped Cyborg. But Pennington, yeah. yeah but Pennington is not really. Twenty fourteen was her last, um, her last loss. Mm-hmm. 
2014. She's arguably not arguably. She is the best female fighter of all time. There's only there's only three things I could see from her. It's a shame that um, Cyborg is not at Bellator. I um, know, man. I I like Bellator. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of Bellator. Uh, this whole Corona thing. Um, I was gonna watch a really stacked card in May at the SAP Center. Um, I like a lot of the stuff that they were starting to do. I thought this would have been a big year for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what 2021 brings. Um, but I really wish that the UFC and Cyborg could have put their differences aside. Uh, I think that Cyborg's people fucked up. Um, I think that they were to blame for for her not being able to get a new contract. Um, um, because that's really the only person I really wanted to see her against. Yeah. It, had Cyborg had a different approach and not kept walking into those fucking Amanda Nunes punches, mm-hmm. it could have been a different fight. I'm not saying Cyborg would have won. Yeah. All I'm saying is it could have been a different fight. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to have seen part two. Uh, I think many people would have loved to see part two. I I would love to see part two. So that won't happen for a really long time. I don't think the UFC will ever let go of Amanda until Amanda says I'm done. Which is funny because at first Dana White never wanted Nunes to win the the, the belt. Yeah. He never wanted to. But now he's just going with it. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) she she would either... Finish out her contract or ask for a release or whatever. I don't know how all this works, but sign with Bellator and fight Cyborg there. Or I've said this before. Every four years, like the Olympics, you have one, you have Bellator, you have uh, the UFC. You have um, your either number one ranked or champions, one of, of each league mm-hmm. meet, and then you have the top 10 or top 20 guy. So you're not kind of, you're not, because if you have your top guy fight their top guy and your mm-hmm. top guy loses, he's no longer taking that serious in your league, right? Because mm-hmm. he just lost against the other guy. But what if, what if 20 versus 20 from each, from each league? So from one, from Bellator, from UFC, from whatever other league you want to throw in there as four, and you have one champion per league fight as well. That'd and, be cool. And you have Cyborg and Amanda News every four years. That actually wouldn't be a bad idea, but like the Olympic- Cyborg is getting old, though. She is. She is getting old. Um. Uh. So the uh, the other thing is, uh, we talked about her earlier. Um, her fighting Valentina Shevchenko for a third time. Mm-hmm. Would you want to see that? Um, I wouldn't mind, but at the same time, it's like, you already beat her twice. Who do you not want to see take that fight, Shevchenko or Nunes? Shevchenko. Why? I think it would just, I think it would tarnish a little bit her legacy, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's like the one that got away. You know what I mean? Like the one girl you could not beat ever. She fucked up not once, not twice, but three times. You know what I mean? So... Uh, I think Nunes would dominate her again. Mm. To be, I mean, she's just big, dude. She's huge. Yeah. Amanda Nunes gained some weight from way into um. Uh, she gained some weight from um from the moment she weighs in to um 
to the moment she fights, she'll gain she'll gain definitely a lot of weight. Um, I for sure don't want to see. Um, I for sure don't want to see Shevchenko uh, take uh, take this take this fight against Amanda Nunes. Uh, the one thing I've been critical of boxing is something that um, I also, in some ways, understand. Uh, you want to protect your stars. Uh, having Shevchenko fight against Nunes and potentially losing is now risking one of your stars losing. And losing that stock because remember, if she fights uh, Nunes at one forty-five, at one thirty-five, uh, then that's that's one thing. But she'll still lose. So even if she goes back down to her natural weight that she fights at, uh, so for example, if she were to go, if she were to go from, if she were to go from flyweight to bantamweight and lose at bantamweight when she goes back to flyweight as a champion why would i want to watch her at flyweight and amanda nunes isn't isn't taking a fight at flyweight she has a hard she has a hard time uh making featherweight let alone bantamweight i'm pretty sure as time goes on, she's gonna she's gonna struggle with making bantamweight. I think that she's gonna end up. Uh, I think she's gonna end up um, taking some time off. Uh, she's gonna be a mom soon. Uh, her partner, her wife, uh, is about to have a, a kid or is pregnant. I think she's like four or five months in. So I think she's gonna take some time there. Um, same thing, Shevchenko's running into those problems as well. Um, I think that one of the fight nights coming up uh, settles some straw weight stuff. Um, I think Jessica Andrade is is fighting uh, Rose Namahunas soon, if I'm not mistaken. Um, uh, that is something that I would like to see. I would like to see that. Um, um, I would like to see that for sure. Um. Uh, pulled out. Rose Namunas pulled out of a coming event. Um, and actually, I think they were supposed to fight in this. Uh, they were supposed to fight at UFC 249, but I think um. I think Rose Namunas uh pulled out. Uh, she had some um, I think she might have had some people affected by COVID 19, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but she pulled out. Of, she pulled out of that fight um, uh, because of that, and um, I think they're supposed to be fighting again soon. Um, I was mentioning. I thought um, Rose Namahunas and Jessica Andrade were gonna fight soon. They were supposed to fight at two forty nine. Yes, those are speculations that they will fight for a second time. It's not concurred yet, but they are in the talks. One fight that I want to see again run back is Wailing versus Johanna John Jacek. Yeah, that was that was um, as good of a fight as as we've seen in a very long time. And a, for a women's fight too. Yeah, yeah, both. Um, uh, I I like John Jacek, um, Wei Li Zhang, um, 
I definitely want to see. I definitely want to see more of. And yeah, if they could run that back again, that'd be awesome. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, and if Alien had a face, Joanna John Chechik was was it after the fight? Yeah, she her yeah. head looked horrible, dude. Dude, that was so bad. Um, she her head was just like transform transformed into something else. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me give you these women power for pound rankings. Amanda Nunes one, mm-hmm. Weili Zhang two, Shevchenko three. Would you put Zhang over Shevchenko right now? Not now. I think she still needs to prove a little bit more. Um, I would still like to keep Shevchenko at two. Shevchenko at two, but you know what? I wouldn't be mad at it if 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 that's what it is. I won't. I won't be mad. But I think she needs to do uh, like another fight or two before I put her at number two, like solidify the number two spot. To be honest with you, that's just my thoughts. Um, I think Shevchenko has done a little bit more to be proven as to be the second pound for pound women's fighter. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I think it's I think it's Nunes, Shevchenko, uh, Zhang, Andraj, Janjacek, Namunes. All of that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, except for uh, Shevchenko. I would still put slight edge over uh, Zhang. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like Zhang. I like what I've seen. Yeah, um, she's good. But um, I don't know. If, I don't know if two, um, but two, three, whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was saying, um, uh, Amanda might be taking some time off because her. Uh, her, her baby, wife, right? her partner, yeah, she's like four or five months pregnant. Um, so she'll probably take this time off to uh, watch the birth of her uh, baby. Um, it gives everyone else some time. Um, I would do this uh, because I had a hard enough time. As much as I want to say I'm an MMA purist and I'm balls deep in MMA or whatever, mm-hmm. I I really struggle to buy this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Because I saw that Amanda, we all saw that Amanda yeah. Spencer thing happening a mile away. There was a dude actually that bet a million dollars to only win 114k, uh, 166,000. Oh, something was it 66 or yeah? Um, and he was like, "Oh, easy money, put down the million." He goes, "Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I bet you went back to that uh, to that booth and was like, "Yep, give me my money," just laughing the entire time. But uh, easy money for him on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although he could have been sweating it just a little bit, maybe, but um, uh, what do you call it? Um, here's here's what I would like to gain some interest with Amanda Nunes next fight. Mm-hmm. Vacate your titles. Yeah. Go become a mom. Take a year off. <laughs> Give the girls some chance to breathe and try to become champion. Come back, and I want to see you win those titles again. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not watching if you're the champion. Yeah. Because she, she's not a draw anymore. There's nothing for me to invest in in me watching you. Yeah. If she's not the champion, if she vacates her titles, I don't take a year off. It's not fair for me to hold these titles. I want to go be a mother. Uh, I'll be back later, maybe. Yeah. And then she comes back in a year, year and a half, and is fighting for a title. Yes, she'll probably beat whoever she's fighting. But at least now I'm interested in her becoming the champion again. Yeah. You know, we don't have to. See how she looks yeah. and everything, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, exactly. There'll be that also that, that, that thought of, oh, well, she, she, uh, we don't know. She's been gone for this long. She's been a mom this entire time. Uh, we don't know how she will be. Um, that would be the only way that would interest me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
fantasy fights happening in the future. Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier. It sounds like it might be getting closer to uh, reality. Reality. Uh, Cormier's back in in the gym uh, at AKA getting getting uh, uh, tuned up. Um, suppose I don't know what the hell's going on with Stipe and his eye, dude. I really don't know. Like, can you see or not? Vacate if you can't. Yeah. And let's do Francis Daniel or how about this? No. Oh, you go, you go. Francis John Jones. I got a better one. A better one than Francis John Jones? Yeah. All right. Cause the way I look at it, I don't have um I don't have like a drum roll. Um, but like John Jones. Oh snap, <laughs> John Jones, he's gonna get technical with Francis and Ghana. We both know that. Yeah. We both know that. Yeah. How about Francis Ngannou versus Anthony Rumble Johnson? Two big old fucking gorillas going at it, dude. Tell me that would not be a fucking matchup, dude. Powerhouse is just going at it, throwing blows. Because Anthony Rumble Johnson said he's down to come back. He just wants to lose a little bit more weight because he's been freaking bodybuilding. Yeah, I saw that. I saw I saw some of those so videos. Of him. Imagine him and Francis Ngannou, two of the heaviest hitters, probably in UFC history. Just go yeah. at it, dude. Tell me that wouldn't be. A, I know it's it's not a technical fight, but just to see two big old freaking monsters just throwing blows at one another, dude. See who gets knocked out first. Okay, so so the only way I'm down with this is as we were talking about earlier. Uh, UFC 250 was a bantamweight showcase. Yeah. Let's make this pay-per-view that you're talking about. Heavyweight case? A heavyweight showcase. Like here's light heavyweight and heavyweight? Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. Like, like we're like... <laughs> Dana, know, like Dana, 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 Shelby, uh, Hunter, all of you guys. All of you guys <laughs> at UFC do that at the Apex right now. Listen, dude. Put everything down. Did you? Listen. Okay, cool. Here we go. Take, take notes. This is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. Okay, dude. It's called fantasy, right? It's called fantasy. Um... <laughs> Me and Claudia Gadelia, that's it. Naked? Just her. Oh, I kind of want to see you naked too. Yeah, me too. Okay, so me too. Yeah. Yeah. I just need more Done. money. I need more money. I need more. If John Jones wants more money, I want more money, dude. No, um, I want Conor McGregor money, dude. No, um, Conor McGregor. So here's what we'll do. Uh, we'll do Francis Ngannou versus, um, um. What did you just say? Anthony Rumble Johnson. Anthony Rumble Johnson. We'll do Stipe versus uh, Cormier. Ooh. And we'll do John Jones versus Derek Lewis. <laughs> you just want to see Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is ranked number four. <laughs> you just want to see him lose. Uh. Why is he ranked number four, dude? Is he really ranked He's number ranked four? number four. Why? Really? He's ranked yeah. number four? So it's according to uh, according to let me cite my sources according to UFC.com, Steve Miocic is the champion mm-hmm. at heavyweight. Uh, Daniel Cormier is ranked number one. Mm-hmm. Francis Ngannou number two. Curtis Blaze number three. Derek Lewis number four. Junior Santos number five. Right. Roland Shrew six. Uh, Alexander Volkov. Stefan Struve number six. Um, is that what you said? Uh, no, number six is uh, Rosenstruck. Oh, I think it's Stefan. Rosenstruck, like, Rosenstruck. It's always said differently. You know who's coming back? Um, Gustafson. Yeah, I seen that versus um, mm, what's his name? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. 
I you, just I just saw that yesterday too. These fuckers are never retired, dude. That's when like that's McGregor when goes, they retire, like they don't retire. That's like when McGregor goes like, "Oh, I retired." Yeah, sure, dude. Yeah. No, you didn't. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Um, or how about this? Masvidal retired. No, no, you didn't. So I think Robo Johnson, Fabricio Wardum versus Ngannou, Ngannou, right? Robo Johnson versus Ngannou. Okay. DC versus Stipe. Uh huh. John Jones versus Santos, running back. And you versus Brock Lesnar. <sighs> Bring it. Yeah. So, we're, we're all in. Brock Lesnar, please so, come back, dude. So. I just like Brock Lesnar, dude. That's it. Like, I don't care. Like, he like, sells. He's, he's, he's interesting to watch just he, because of his freakish athlete, dude. Like, he, his athleticism. He does this shit for fun. Yeah. Like, I have a bow and arrow that I shoot every now and then. Mm-hmm. That's what he does with the MMA. Only he's fucking actually not too bad at it. Yeah. Even though he gets his ass kicked once in a while. Yeah. But what's his record? Like, five and two? Five and three? Nah, he's like... I think it's like six and four. Speaking of records and MMA fighters, dude, uh, since I've been watching MMA from like the first pay-per-view on, mm-hmm. I don't understand this fucking, this legendary hype that Tank John Tank Abbott has. That dude uh, fucking sucks, dude. It, I saw his record. Yeah, dude. Dejalo. He's worse than Derek Lewis. 10 and 15. Okay, dude. He has double-digit wins. He has double digit losses. He, has, <laughs> he almost has twice as many losses as he does wins. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, a little over height. Yeah, maybe. But he, but he went in there to fight though. I, I, I so did CM Punk. Another another CM Punk reference. Five and three and one no contest for uh for uh the uh the next big thing, Brock, Brock Lesnar. I would like to see him back. Me too. Fight John Jones at it. Ooh, fight John Jones at heavyweight. That would draw more than John Jones and Ganu. I think so. Because I think Brock Lesnar has some of the highest. Or um, Ganu versus Brock Lesnar. I think I would rather watch Brock Lesnar. Um, um, Brock Lesnar, John Jones, or Brock Lesnar DC. Oh, that'd be good. Because they they did tease that. Um, that would be good. They did tease that for a few times. Um, so out of the 16 um, largest pay-per-view buys uh, in um, in UFC history. Connor owns like what, like six of them? Yeah, all of them are Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Lesnar Carwin is number six, eight. Fucking Lesnar lost that. Lesnar Velasquez, 13. Lesnar Couture, 15th. So... Out of the top 20 UFC grossing pay-per-views of all time, a phony professional wrestler has three of them. Conor McGregor has the first two. Mm-hmm. Actually, also Lesnar, third highest, actually. Lesnar Mir, two was third oh. highest. So it goes McGregor Habib, McGregor Diaz, two, and then it goes Lesnar Mir, two. And then McGregor versus Alvarez, right? And then McGregor Diaz, McGregor Aldo, McGregor Alvarez. Okay. <laughs> um, so McGregor, everybody. McGregor, yeah. But Lesnar, a, a, a fucking draw if I ever saw. He one. is a draw. You know what though? You know who who I was really disappointed in? Ken Velasquez, dude. That guy had that guy was a huge disappointment, man. I think. Granted, it was it was great seeing him win the title. Mm-hmm. God, man, how many times can you get fucking injured while sparring, dude? You know, the problem with AKA, and I don't know if they've changed it as of late, is that they spar hard in their training camps. That's, that's why they call it sparring. You're just sparring. 
But they, they're almost like if they're in a real fucking fight. And it's just like, there's a lot of guys that don't spar anymore. Boxing and MMA. Yeah. They just don't spar anymore. It's like, why? Yeah. It, it's, it's like, I, I actually... I actually feel like in that sense, that's a good thing. It's less, it's less damage. Uh, you, everyone, they say that everyone walks into a fight injured. Yeah. You're, you're fighting, you're walking in more injured. If mm-hmm. that's even a thing when you're, when you're going that hard during mm-hmm. training camp, I don't think you need to. No, nah, I think, I think it's pretty stupid to be honest with you. And, um, yeah, like seeing him go down, like the way he did against Francis and Ganu. And it wasn't even that big of a hit to be honest with you. It don't it don't look that big of a hit, but I was just like fucking Kane, dude. Really, bro? Like, yeah. Um, <sighs> pussy. What's up? See? Yeah. No. Um. Yeah, that sucks. It's unfortunate. Um, I was looking forward to him when he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, ah, you know, at least if hopefully he looks good, and then he could continue fighting. But he didn't look good at all. Nah. That just wasn't. Um, he looked even worse in pro wrestling. Uh, at least in WWE, he looked good in um. A triple A in, oh, in Mexico. In Mexico. But um but in WWE He looked horrible. Yeah. He looked horrible because he doesn't look like a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. He looks like uh a wrestler. Kinda like Ronda Rousey. Like an amateur wrestler. Ronda Rousey looked great. She, really? <clears throat> she um she did really well as as a in ring performer. Mm-hmm. She understood selling, she understood the psychology of a wrestling match. She understood a lot of that. She had a hard time with the crowd. Whenever the crowd, when she was supposed to be the 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 good the good girl, good guy, you know, um, the face, um, she, she and they were booing her. She mm. had a hard time. She's like, "What the fuck?" You towards animals. the towards the end, uh, towards the end, she went off on them. Like she went off on them, and uh, she she looked like she was really pissed. And that was actually some of her best mic work, I think, the entire time she's been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, uh, she talked shit about pro wrestling and pro wrestling fans, so they were ungrateful that she was there. Oh yeah, I think it's a work. I think. I think it's half true, half a work. Half, mm-hmm. half true in that, I think it's true what she said. Um, it's tougher to be a fighter because you don't fight as often. Because if you did, you'd die. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not really take, looking to take your head off. Um, uh, pro wrestling is tough. There's <laughs> They have very few days off. There's a lot that takes toll on the body. Don't believe me? Watch Vice, um, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Um, really great series documentaries. A lot of wrestlers just die early. Um, I think I think they like not, hardly any of them make it over age fifty. Um, so it is a tough um, industry, but it's it, they're not looking to kill you like they are in MMA at the end of the yeah. day. A lot of the pro wrestling women took offense to that and they said, "I'd like Ronda Rousey to fight me so that way you know I can show her how tough we are." Stop. You're, you're not you're, tough. You're, no, you're not. You're not. You're not going to beat her. You're not going to beat her. Um, but, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, as far, as far as, um, Ronda Rousey went, she looked good. Um, she, I think she also, she also said that so that she comes back, she has what they call heat from both the fans who got offended. Oh, I'm not me. I don't give a shit. I thought it was beautiful what she said. And, um, uh, the, the wrestlers in the back will hate her too. And that'll bring the best out of the crowd and the best out of the performers. She did good. Uh, she ever wanted to come back. I think she's focused on trying to create a family. But she looked good. She actually looked really good. Bro, um, Brock Lesnar, uh, Cain Velasquez looked terrible. Yeah. Um, WWE is interested in like John Jones and Daniel Cormier. John Jones doesn't really have a personality. And, and Kobe Covington, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's easy. That one's an easy <coughs> one for them to. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, that one's an easy for one for them to go after. Yeah. I think. Um. But 
Um, fantasy matches that looks like Cipe and Daniel Cormier would be one. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked Francis as well, Curse Blades. Uh, who else did we talk about? Derek Lewis. I hate. Uh, we just t- mentioned that again. <laughs> I, love I think you made it that pretty um, loud and clear um, in our podcast, actually. <laughs> uh, you know what, Derek Lewis Cormier podcast changed my mind, dude. Um, I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Then he comes, dude. Woo! <laughs> I'm be like, hey, uh, Derek Lewis, you know, I backed you up so many times, dude, and this guy over here. I think you're encouraging me, if anything. Um, and uh, Max Holloway, dude. Um, I want to see him come back. Yeah. Against uh, Volkanovski, a rematch? Yeah, I'd give it to him. I, I, I think Holloway is deserving of a rematch, to be honest with you, even though you can't understand a word he's saying. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think he's deserving of a rematch, to be honest. What do you think? Yeah, oh. I, I'd like to see that again. I'd like to see him run that back because, again, just like I said about um, Ferguson, I'd hate to be his next opponent. Yeah. I'd hate to be the next guy uh, Max Holloway fights. Yeah. And especially because he's still young. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Brian Ortega. Ah, the pretty boy. He is. Yeah, like beautiful him. blue eyes, dude. Fuck. Like oh, sorry. <sighs> I got a for a second. Me and him. Oh. Um, him oh. having me in a triangle choke or something. <laughs> triangle choke. Um, Brian Ortega. Uh, rank number two currently uh, in featherweight. What do we do? Number two? Mm-hmm. He hasn't fought in like 10 years. Okay, dude, he's, that's how good he is. Oh my God. Rank wow. number two. Um, Wokonowski, Holloway, Ryan Ortega, Sabit, Michael Medovich, oh, oh, like Michael Medovich, Sharapov, um, and then um, Chan Sung Jung, uh, your, uh, your primo, Yair Rodriguez. Hmm. Overhyped. And um, yeah, I mean, the rest of the, I can name the rest of the list, Zabit. but. Sabit. I'd like to see him fight against Zabit. Zabit. That He's was good, supposed bro. to... Ha- no, no, Yair Sabit was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Brian Ortega versus Sabit. I think that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. Stylistically, I think it'd be a good matchup. Yeah, same here. Um, I think that is very winnable for, for, for Ortega. Um, but it would be definitely a tough opponent. So B could definitely win that too. I'm not saying yeah, he's good. He would man. be a walk in the park. He's he's really he's good. He's tough as nails, dude. There's a couple of fights recently where I'm like, fuck, that doesn't look like the same Sabit. Mm. But yeah, no, he's tough, dude. I I I um I would definitely love to see that. Mm-hmm. Um let's see that that's that's all I have. Uh just um what what do we look for going forward as far as just Sports in general, we having um, are we having any? It seems like all the high profile f- profile fighters are um not wanting to fight. Um, and Dana White says if you don't want to fight, don't. There's many people that want to fight. I think we've had five. I don't know how they've done ratings wise. I don't know how they the mon- the money wise. I can't imagine that they've done great money wise because there is no live gate. But I think it's been five very successful. I think so. Cards. And then um, you might not have all the stars, you know, in, in a card or just have a couple or maybe not. or probably just one. But sometimes the cards with the least known fighters are sometimes the best cards, dude. This allows you to to build yeah. new stars. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these fighters... 
she, she take that opportunity to be like, hey, you know what? You don't want to fight shit. I'll fight in there. You know, yeah. I, I try to build my name up. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, where the hell? And where the hell are all these fighters planning to go? No, no other fighting organizations putting mm-hmm. on the fights. I don't think one is. Bellator isn't. No. Where are you going? Yeah, exactly. It's like these guys retiring. I everyone's retired. You, right? need, you need the money because you don't make that much money for UFC. I mean, granted, I know you have your sponsorships outside, but mm. other than that, I mean. You don't win that much money in the UFC, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. You don't. What what the back then before Reebok came in, they were winning a lot of money. Yeah. A lot more money. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, but um Brendan Schaub said that he made six figures yeah. just in advertising. He I made more it, fi- yeah. he made more advertising than he did fighting. Mm-hmm. And then the Reebok deal came and uh, um, amongst of other reasons, he wasn't that good fighting. Yeah, but he sucked, dude. Yeah, the biggest reason why he left was like he goes, "I'm I'm not making money with Reebok." Yeah, you're not. Um, that is it. Anything else you got? Um, any sports that you're looking forward to? Basketball's back. Yeah, I don't care too much about basketball to be honest with you. I mean, will I watch it? Of course, I would watch it. Yeah, but me, it's just football, dude. Football and baseball. I want to see baseball back. I don't want to see football back. Those are my two main sports that I want to watch. You think baseball will they'll come they'll come to an agreement? They're, they're being fucking greedy, man. The players. You know why? Uh, not this season, but next season, they go into a collective bargaining uh, renegotiation. Ah, so they're trying to cash out. They're trying to show uh, strength now mm-hmm. so that they set that momentum going forward. Mm, makes sense. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, so I, I think if it were me, though, I'd come to an agreement. Whatever baseball throws, if not in their next offer, the offer after that, agree to that one. Yeah. Because you can then come back next year and be like, well, we took less last time. Yeah. So to you, save that season. You owe us now. You owe us now. Mm-hmm. I, I take that route, but um, that's just me with that. Uh, still confident we're having football? Yeah. I'm so, I, I, I still think so, to be honest with you. I mean, shit. I mean, if we're having protests out there without any mask, I'm pretty sure we'll have football. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's a good point. How about this creative football helmet, dude? That has like a full shield, and that's it. There, we're we're done. Boom. Have a Elon Musk created, dude, with SpaceX. You know. I think they'll fucking die of dehydration. <laughs> no, dude, you fix it to look like can have AC in there. What the fuck? <laughs> the other way, Bluetooth, the other dude. Um. Anyways, uh, dude. Um. Thank you for coming, dude. Hell yeah. Um, thank I, you. Um. I definitely appreciate that. Um, it was nice to have just another, another voice on here other than mine, uh, just talking for an hour straight. Um, but yeah, um, whenever the next UFC, I think there's a UFC fight night on Saturday. Uh, if there is one and you're not doing anything, come on over. Uh, I actually will not be in town. No, I won't be in town. Where are you going? On the bus, dude. San Jose. I'll be up there for Friday, Saturday, and coming back Sunday. Doing what? Well, Saturday I have a written exam for um, Border Patrol, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get in somewhere, dude, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get in. Yeah, I'm trying to get in somewhere, wherever it is. And then I have one for sheriffs the following week. So just fucking shooting anywhere, see where where I land. Nice, nice. So I told um, my lady, she's like, well, Father's Day weekend at work, so why don't we just celebrate Father's Day weekend this weekend since I'm off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just go to San Jose, see what we do. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Yeah. Um, Stay safe. 
Yeah. Um, Hopefully there's no people freaking mm. trying to block the highways. <laughs> um, I went to San Mateo on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our work is has pretty much put us work from home. My uh, work desk is uh, two inches that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I went to go get some stuff and stopped by, um, stopped by uh, Ryan's house for a second. And then Yvette's like, "Hey, the looks like they're they're starting some stuff in San Jose." I'm like, "Cool, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta yeah. go now. I gotta gotta get." Uh, uh, we were drive through with no no issues. There was a lot of cars though, dude. There's yeah. a lot of people out. There yeah. are people are out. La gente lo estaba valiendo, yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, stay safe, dude. Thank, Thank you, you for being here, uh, Thank ladies you. and gentlemen. Uh, please follow, uh, share, uh, like on Facebook. Um, I'm close to 100 likes on Facebook. I um, they let me see some analytics. Once I'm past 100 likes, uh, so I want to get to that. Share, subscribe, and we will see you later. Deuces. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World.